Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that is determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 12 months a year. I'm Tom. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony. I like 12 months. It makes it sound much shorter. It really does. Why are we only now saying this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to start changing it up, you know, when I host. It'll be months, <laughs> days, hours, seconds a year, Ooh. all of it. Right? Like seconds it. a year. Oh, yeah. Don't That's do that one. <laughs> That'll be rough. That's also what she said. <laughs> 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 we're, gonna lose our, we're eventually going to lose our G rating. Oh. Although I guess if Troop Zero gets a PG, we can get away with just about anything, right? Holy mackerel. PG. Wait, it's a, it was a fun movie. I just didn't realize it was It was PG. a good, it was it was a good movie. PG-13. That was I mean, like, the one girl's name was Hell No. But, it, but if you look at movies like... Family movies in the 80s, they were a lot like more like that than like P. Yeah, but then PG was like they stretched PG a lot in the 80s too. Sure. I mean, Goonies did it. I, when we watch Goonies now, I'm always like, whoa, you know, but mm. I don't know. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> so, guys, I was looking at our list. <laughs> yeah, it's depressing, isn't it? Are you talking about our rankings? Yes. I was yes. talking about rankings. It's awful and terrible. <laughs> and I don't Why? even like to look at it. And it's my least favorite part of every episode now. What is... What? Agony. Okay. So I, I know we were like, well, how do we rank them? Because like, well, if we're not all consensus, agree or whatever. What if we each go through our rankings privately and do it alone? So it's not like we're trying to usurp each other to just give them all averages. We can rearrange our own individual lists and then put them in this master sheet and see just where the chips lay. I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be the same problem over and over, though. That's true. I was just trying to think of a solution for you, Julia, since you're the most vocal. I know. It's fine. I'm just putting a lot less stock in what I rank stuff now, honestly. (laughs) Unless I'm really passionate about it, right? Like the stuff in the middle... I've just gotten to a point where I'm like, I'm just going to throw it somewhere and it'll be just generally in the middle and I'm not going to stress about it being above something that I like more or under something I like less, which is also name your sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) Title of your sex tape. (laughs) Grow up, you two. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Uh, I'm excited. We're getting some Christmas weather tomorrow here in Oklahoma. 
I am so excited. We're supposed to get real snow, not just like piddly little bits of snow. And my mom is like, I've been burned one too many times. I'll believe it when I see it. And people at work are like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. But you know what? The optimistic Julia is coming out to play because I feel really good about the snow that we're supposed to get. And I'm hopeful. Me too. Um, and I saw on Reddit, somebody got a picture of Travis Meyer. For those of you not in Tulsa, he is the <laughs> weatherman in Tulsa at the grocery store, loading up on milk and bread and toilet paper. So and toilet paper. So know, that's proof. It's gotta be, it's gotta be happening. Yeah, it's like total <laughs> proof that we're definitely getting something. You know what I'm not getting tonight? What? Happy feels. <laughs> <laughs> not getting happy Christmas feels from this movie. Oh, no, happy Christmas. What? I got some happy Christmas feels from this movie. I just, God, I, what movie are you talking about? I didn't, uh, we're tonight we're covering the 2019 end of the trilogy, I think, right? Of the Royal Prince? Doubtful. 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 Until we see Pangolin. The Christmas Prince. Oh, oh that's true. There's probably going to spin off. The Christmas Prince. Um, and I had a Christmas hard time watching. Prince 3, The Royal Baby. Yeah. I had a hard time watching Royal this baby. movie because my eyes were rolled back in my head through so much of it. Yeah. Painful. <laughs> it kind of was. <laughs> All right. So. It's been a year since we've last been to Aldovia, and for some reason we're back. The movie begins with Queen Amber thanking all of her blog viewers for an amazing year because, you know, even being queen of an entire country, she's still afforded the time for her blog. Always. Then she's called to practice for the signing ceremony for the treaty between Aldovia and Pingalia, <laughs> which dates back to 1419. For some reason, they have to resign this treaty every hundred years. <laughs> or, or, or like the first board, the first board of the current king and queen get cursed, and the countries go back to war. Either though, neither country has a standing military, but now this universe has magic. Amber and Richard are hosting <sighs> the king and queen, and the treaty that's needed for this sacred truth suddenly vanishes, vanishes, and peace is jeopardized, and an ancient curse threatens the family. Can they find the treaty and sign it before midnight? Dun, dun, dun. Spoiler That's alert. What do you think it. happens? I roll. <laughs> I think it is probably the most predictable movie I have seen in a really, really, really long time. Yeah. But before we get into that, in histories, let's go through the cast. Rose McIver is back as Queen Amber. You know her from I, Zombie, Petals on the Wind, The Lonely Bones, I'm Sorry. Once Upon a Time, she played Tinkerbell. We've covered her. Her love interest, Ben Lamb, is in The White Queen, Nightfall, Divergent Series as Edward. We've covered him as well. Queen Helena is played by Alice Kringle from Star Trek and Thor. Princess We've covered Emily. her as well. We have. And Silent Hill. Oh, and Silent Hill. Princess Emily is Ooh. played by 
Honor Nefsi. She is known for The Christmas Prince and a couple of other little gigs. Again, covered her. We are introducing King Tai, who is played by Kevin Shen. Kevin Shen um, is a little bit more of a, an action actor. He's in more of action films than stuff like this current role, but he doesn't have anything big under his belt. Momo Young plays Queen Ming. She has three credits to her name. She was in something called The Grind as a dancer. She was in one episode of, of Staff Let's Flats, and then this movie. Our returning villain, Simon, who is played by Theo Devaney, who is, now that I'm a little more familiar, I'm more impressed by the fact that he is one of the voices in The Witcher. Video games. Ugh. And I think I'm about out. I'm done. Anybody else you want to talk about? Nope. That covers it. Did you mention the current villain of this movie? <laughs> um, Richard Ashton plays Mr. Little, who is the most awkward character throughout everything. <laughs> He's just really, his character is just awkward. I'm tall and bearded and don't know what to say half the time. Also, I don't look Aldovian or sound no. it. <laughs> um, he was just as memorable in all the other episodes. You knew something was up with him because... Was he in the other ones? Yeah. No, he was not. He was doing A Christmas Prince. Yes, he was. Oh, man, they played the that. long game with this character. <laughs> he was in both. He was in both. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he actually had an, a, a, a character in this. Talk about the long game. Hmm. Right? Well, I think it just seemed... They just needed another villain because it's been Simon now, you know? So our histories with this movie, don't think we need to go over the histories because everybody's who's been listening to our podcast knows our histories with the Christmas Prince. If not, you can go back to our Christmas Prince episode or our Christmas uh, Prince World I have a episode. good history with this movie. Like I this one in particular? Yeah. The baby one? All right. The baby what is one. It? I watched it a few days after Christmas when it was snowing with the oh. Christmas lights on, and it was a perfect atmospheric movie. And I'm just going to say it now. It's the best of the three, in my opinion. It is what? completely what? absurd and over the top and not a good movie, but it is by far, in my opinion, the most entertaining of the three. And if I would watch this one over the other two any day of the week in fact tonight for the show this is actually my fourth time watching it because i liked i enjoyed watching it so much i won't say i like the film good night anthony what who hurt you who hurt you <laughs> i just i find that i find that hard to believe i really do they, fi they finally, they finally, okay? The first one tried, took itself way too seriously, tried to be this actual movie. And the second one started leading into how absurd this whole situation was, but didn't go all the way there. This one just went balls to the wall. Let's introduce magic. Let's introduce curses. Let's, ugh, like, it was entertaining. They, they, they just threw stuff at the wall to see what stuck. And you know what? I had fun watching watching it i did and i again i'd watch this one over the other two any day of the week this one does fall close enough into the category of watch it with friends for snarky commentary than the other two do you're definitely right there that it goes so far as to make that as an enjoyable experience 
Because I had said when we got on before we started recording tonight that I feel like this would have been a really good movie for the three of us to fresh watch live and talk about it while we were watching it because I think we really could have had some fun with that. Oh, we would have had I mean, a field day with it. It would yeah. have been fun. Well, yeah. This is my least favorite of the three. Well, that's not just... say... <laughs> well, considering that's how not... high you ranked the first one. I liked the first one. It was fun. I still find it to be schmaltzy and cheesy and funny i don't know how you can find the first one fun and you don't think this one's fun it's just so ridiculous i couldn't even pay attention during it exactly this was terrible even the father's accent was even more over the top than the last one oh my gosh i feel like i'm listening to him talk right now you're not funny you're not funny (laughs) little funny. <laughs> okay, so we open up and Princess or Queen Amber is writing her blog, um, which seems odd um, and a little dated now. I don't think people sit around and write blogs like that much. Uh, and I don't think a queen would really do it. It seems, feels very awkward. And then we are transported to her now. Like we go through a brief his, like look at the last year and then we see she's pregnant. She does not look pregnant at all. No. Nope. They could have gotten a way better bell- belly, by the way. And I don't like her short hair, which I know is so superficial of me. But And I get what they're trying to make her look like. I don't know. Like older. I liked her, I liked her hair. I didn't like her hair. And and did you see what Meghan Markle looked like pregnant? She looked that small too. Uh, No, she didn't. Sure. Uh -uh. I'm looking at a picture of her holding her pump right now. Okay. What month are Meghan Markle are you looking at? Because this chick was set to be, to deliver January 11th. And she was like, maybe six months pregnant. Maybe. (sighs) There's a difference. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah. But that always bothers me in pregnant movies. So, yeah. So she's pregnant. She's also made all of these reforms. I will say one thing I really like about this movie versus the other two is how far the husband has come. Like, she's a modern woman they're a modern monarchy um you can tell that he's buying into the fact that she's got a lot of input and she's got really good ideas and that felt more real to me than in most cases in the other two movies so i liked that i'll say though considering they've only been married a year and she's been queen a year that uh i feel like no country makes that many reforms so quickly (laughs) But no, I, did. I didn't say it was it's a, but again, it, it's a fantasy world, right? Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I, I really like that aspect of it too, Julia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's pregnant and she's a little stressed because she's pregnant. She's due like early January. January eleventh. Yeah, it is almost. It's like late-ish. Well, it's in the twenties. It's in the December 20s, okay? Most of this happens in the 20s of December. And they have these friends come in from a foreign country, which, by the way, on what map 
are these two places close enough to be warring with each other? <laughs> because I don't understand this. Like, I thought I had a good idea of where Andalasia was, whatever the name is. <laughs> What's Aldovia? the name of it? Aldovia. Um, yes, Rudy. Apparently I'm wrong. Rudy, Andalasia's um, from- No, Rudy, her, her, dad never get, her dad never gets the name of their- Oh, he never gets it right. right. Um, I guess I had an idea of where it would be on a map, and it was definitely nowhere near any Asian countries. I always thought it was kind of like Eastern European. Oh no! That's they talk British. That. They speak with a very British dialect. They do that in Genovia too, which is clearly the sister country yeah. of this country. Right. So where's Genovia in your brain? Probably like where Bulgaria, Sweden is, somewhere around that area. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I picture I it like around Germany somewhere. I have no clue. These made up nations anyway. Yeah. So friends come to sign the treaty and it's a very cool reception aside from the guy because he's like super cute and precious and I really love him. It's such a, <laughs> it's such a lame reception. Like the amount, like for a lame. royal reception. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> such a small amount of people. And yeah. Yeah, the queen is frosty, and yeah, and does is not as keen initially to modernize as our heroine. No, she's not. She does because what's the name? What's the main girl's name? See, I don't even know. Amber. Watch this. Amber. Amber. So Amber wants to be the first queen of Aldovia to sign this treaty because it's only been mm -hmm. kings up to this point but they need input if she's going to do it they need the other queen to agree and the other queen is much more old-fashioned and traditional and isn't doesn't necessarily buy into this idea at first right and on top of all this <laughs> this is supposed to be just a quick trip to sign the treaty but then <gasps> snowstorm rolls in and they get stranded there of course it does. It always saw does. saw that coming. What I did not coming? see coming Clearly was... not her father who got stranded at the airport. Nope. Uh, and in this whole, you know, whatever, this whole monarchy, there's nobody around who can help them clear snow. Uh, They're trapped for how long? They're like the most understaffed, under useful staffed I've ever seen. Like they don't have a doctor on staff anywhere. In and they this don't kingdom. have they don't have a castle full of servants to put together the baby's crib. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, I you, mean, I mean, this is like that awful thing. You invite your friends over for dinner at your house, and you're like, "Oh, by the way, I'm building this project. Stick around and help me." Like that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it to another king. And the, and these guys are rulers of two nations and they can't even, between the two of them, they're not smart enough to put it together correctly. Can't even use a hex key. It's a little sad. That is sad. Hex key is one of the easiest. I mean, you can't go to Ikea without knowing how to use a hex key. No, you can't. Right? They won't let you in the door. That's what <laughs> Ikea means in English. Hex key. And curse I words. Like it. Lots of curse so words. But, you know, the thing about Ikea, though, once you put it together the third time and finally get it right, it's really pretty, you know, it's really a pretty cool piece. 
so this treaty goes missing. And uh, luck- luckily, so the treaty goes missing. And luckily, this other kingdom, king and queen, can't leave because of the snowstorm. So they have time to find the treaty. and get signed by midnight on Christmas Eve. So or else. Or, so the countries don't go to war and there's no curse. Yes, they don't automatically go to war. Even though both monarchs from both countries are here, neither of them think, you know what, we should come up with another solution, possibly. Yeah. Let's maybe rewrite this. Nope, nope, uh, nope. It's tradition. Let's stick with it. We have to do it. We are a slave to tradition. They have to do it to avoid the curse. Oh my gosh, the curse business. I'm serious with the eye rolls when that came up. While the castle is tearing itself apart looking for this treaty, I thought the little Christmas tree decorating game seemed cute that they were playing to distract the king and queen. Yeah. That was cute. I, th- I thought that seemed fun. It's a bit uh, one sided, though. The questions were all Aldovian questions. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that seems like very weighted to one side. But it's a cute concept for a game. If you post no, it is cute. I like the trivia questions or whatever. And you decorate the tree, and you yeah. No, I like the I liked that part. But I wouldn't want people from another country coming to my home to decorate my tree, though. I mean, you just undecorate it. Is that the real tree anyway? Like a tabletop tree. It's a tabletop tree. But their real tree looks super CGI fake. Did it? You know what looks super CGI fake? Their honeymoon on the beach at the very beginning. Where they were that was terrible. In front of the green My gosh. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it's like the lamest kiss I've ever seen. Ever. No chemistry. No yeah. chemistry between On two. a no. honeymoon. Then, what else look fake? Oh, when they're at the little town fair and it's clearly not snowy when they were filming this scene and it just looked like really bad fake snow yeah. scattered around yeah. the place. Absolutely looked terribly fake, but it did still yeah. look like fun. Yeah. It did look like fun, but you would think the third movie in, then these movies get more and more successful, they would have a little more budget to at least make the snow look real. You really think this movie got think. successful? <laughs> they wouldn't keep making them if people didn't keep watching them. <laughs> That's yeah, how we're at Fast and the Furious 9. <laughs> uh, I actually know somebody whose favorite movie franchise is Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah? Ditch them. Ditch them. I didn't oh. say a friend. I said I know somebody. <laughs> I hate those films with a passion. <laughs> well, there's another one coming out. I saw the previews for it at the Super Bowl. The ninth, yep. Oh my gosh, there's nine of them. Uh, by the way, how cheap was that Captain that Mr. Peanuts stunt? That was so ho- no, I did not enjoy that. Mr. Pe- the little baby peanut. Yeah, where they blatantly ripped they off. They spent the week leading up to it. They spent the week leading up to it, killing off Mr. Peanut and talking about his funeral and stuff, and you'll see his funeral at the Super Bowl, and then it's like, just kidding, I'm back as a baby. Like, then they baby Yoda him. Yeah, yeah, so you know though. what? I would crush that peanut and turn him into peanut butter for Baby Yoda. <gasps> he has nothing on Baby Yoda. Oh, <laughs> for Baby Yoda. Yeah, anything for Baby Yoda. Anything for I, Baby Yoda. I would roast him over a burning Baby Groot for Baby Yoda. Have you wow. seen, have you seen, um, have you seen I Am Shroot? 
I did, I did see that. No, I haven't <laughs> seen that. In case you haven't noticed, I'm really not in at all into this. Oh my gosh, episode. I am Shroot. Oh, he's Is so that adorable? Cute. I really want him. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Derailed moment. Okay. Amber finds out about the curse and is like freaking out because every rational thought in her body has completely left her. And you can't even blame it on pregnant brain because like, no, that's not how that works. Like, and also what? reasonable sister-in-law also freaks out about this when she is like totally not the kid that would freak out about some stupid curse on a baby. But, no, but there from, is a from, curse. There is a real curse. And you know why? Because this movie takes place in the same universe as The Night Before Christmas, where that time-traveling knight shows up in present day. And you know how we know that? That same acorn ornament appears in both movies, and they mention Aldovia. And they mention Aldovia in The Night Before Christmas. So magic yeah. exists in this universe, and there's going to be some crossover down the line, I'm sure. Oh, see, that's like a peek behind the curtain because I haven't seen that. I haven't either. But I've heard nothing but great things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in the meantime, I'm trying to find the scrolls, tablets, treaty. What are they? Scrolls. We'll call them scrolls. Not today, wolves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, that is all. Our... We're not there yet. So okay, while they're looking this episode. While they're looking for the scrolls. They're trying <laughs> to figure to out who Yeah. They're trying to figure out who's behind it, right? And so obviously we think it's Simon because Simon's being super crabby to his girlfriend, which is Amber's friend. Um, you want to talk about how no, obvious this no, movie was? No, Did no, anyone no. think Simon wasn't planning on proposing that whole time? And that was, oh, yeah, I totally had it. Oh, absolutely. But no, yeah. Simon, who, okay, so this supposedly they're best friends. And this guy tries to destroy Queen Amber's whole life. And then, you know, year later or whatever, you're now best friends. No, or you're now engaged. Welcome no, to I don't back buy into. Well, because he helped save it at the end of last movie, doesn't he? I still don't think that's enough. I still don't think he, he just still didn't have enough of a redemption arc. None of them believed it. Yeah, no, definitely not enough of a redemption arc. Well, it's kind of like um, I just view him like you know he he's they trust him kind of like how Thor always trusts Loki, right? It doesn't mean he actually does. He's just family, so they have to be nice to him. That's well, why just, there's they, a I lot. That's I, why I don't yeah. think they would be together. I have a lot more invested in Thor and Loki than I have invested in these guys. I'm just I have a lot more invested in this cup of coffee than I do in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And unfortunately, my cup of coffee won't last as long. Um. So while we're trying to figure out who done it, we are seeing that there is definitely some bonding happening between the leaders of these two countries, Mm -hmm. um, which is good, right? Um, they're connecting, they're talking more. You see the other queen softens a bit. And, you know, you mentioned the putting the crib together. The two, the two kings are bonding as well. I really, that was cute to me. The whole crib thing was predictable and expected, but it was cute. Stupid. And stupid. 
Yeah. But <laughs> you are seeing that while there's a whole bunch of shade thrown on Simon, on the assistant for the other royal couple, like you think something's going on there. Are they in a relationship? Is she sabotaging the whole thing? And then... So, so, so I don't want to get too far removed because you're talking about all this other stuff that's going on while they're looking for the treaty. Let's just talk for a minute about this baby shower they throw for Amber, which she's royalty. She's about to give birth to the future king or queen of this country. And the queen gets her this dollar store looking teddy bear. Like <laughs> that's the gift she gets her kid. I don't know. So Sarah and I were cracking up at the crappy gift she got from the members of these royal family. Yeah. Rubber blocks, my favorite. I'm so excited. <laughs> and that was I mean, one tacky party. I've always wanted an indoor pool. I thought the pool was like nice. No, uh, that was a way For over a the top. For a baby shower? Way over the top. <laughs> Just in general. For I've a prom? Maybe. For this a baby like a, shower. This looked like the after party of Gypsy Wedding. Yes, that's what it looked like. It really did. It was so over the top. <laughs> it was a lot of silver. In that you know, over, no offense, you know, no over offense the to gypsies. When the queen... <laughs> vast amounts of gypsies that listen to the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I have a, I have a you, good friend who's room, so, I mean, he may be listening. I don't want to <laughs> insult his people. Do you want to know what else is over the top? When the daughter, not the daughter, the young sister and her grandmother, the former queen, go down into the dungeon yes. to, to search for the scroll. And it is, it looks like they stepped back in time to like medieval times. That's how old these dungeons are. But in the last film, it's already established they still use these dungeons because they lock the villain of the last film in the dungeon. So all of a sudden, these people are terrified of the dungeon and haven't been down there for like ages and they think it's haunted. I, what was going on? I don't know, but I was <laughs> entertained. <laughs> And how it was suddenly, a fully functioning dungeon. I mean, it had doors that locked, and that's really all you need for a dungeon, isn't it? Yeah, and Queen Helena. Also, how often can a queen a and a how often can a queen yeah. and a princess sneak away from everyone? <laughs> and then a queen just suddenly pick a lock. Yeah, like why didn't she remember that earlier? Instead of <laughs> well, she falls back and breaks stone with her back, which I'm sure was pleasant. And cracks open the bench <laughs> to, find to reveal it, yeah. the scrolls. Yeah, <gasps> somebody hid it down there, but but but, but who who would the know? Ghost. Yeah, uh, who would go down there? Who is telling a story about this ghost haunting the dungeon? And they should stay away from the dungeon. <gasps> <sighs> of course, they get the scrolls. They. You're missing the fact certain. Amber's in active labor at this point. I, I was getting there. They get the scrolls, and by the time it comes time to sign it, she's in active labor, and it's like five minutes to midnight on Christmas. Well, it's Christmas Eve going into Christmas Day. OBGYN <laughs> had to be rescued. She, uh, she and the only way we can possibly rescue her is for the prince to do the worst, like, running in a crisis, jumping into a wall I have ever seen oh my gosh I went when back he goes and through watched, the gate i walked went back and watched him go through that great that gate again and christine and i just sat here and laughed <laughs> not today well 
Not, not today. today. Not today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the amount of eye roll was so great. <laughs> that was my favorite part of this whole movie. Not today, wolves. Not today, wolves. Okay, so wait, hold on. The other thing I forgot to mention that creeped me out a little bit. Amber and and husband are at, at this weird ice skating thing. That's the ice skating thing where he starts pushing her around in a chair on ice right. while she's pregnant. Which right. You can easily fall out of a chair, tip a chair or something. I don't think this was a wise decision given her how pregnant she's supposed to be. I mean, she's only like four months pregnant, so it's probably... Disregarding, the, disregarding the, the obvious, she's not really that pregnant. Um, <laughs> so they see Princess Emily kiss her boyfriend. And then they decide to start making out, which just seems like a really weird response to watching your little sister start kissing somebody. Yeah, like kiss fest? Right, no. Bad timing. Oh, it's so sweet. Look at them kissing. Let's kiss new. No, that's not how that works. That's not how it should work. <laughs> that was nasty. <laughs> that was not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, man. It's ent- I'm sorry. I... And it is because it border it it slips right into that. It's just so fun to make fun of that. I found it highly entertaining. So she, <laughs> she's in like every three minute contraction, active labor, like she's hurting until the scrolls come in, and then she has the wherewithal to be able to stand up play the whole scooby card where she you know talks about you know who did it in the dungeon with the whatever he did it she points it out in her little book and everybody has their chance to go around the circle and kumbaya it up and talk about you know everything they've done wrong what's simon has a chance to propose she has no contractions here by the way like her labor stops until she remembers oh that's right i should be having my surges right now and then Surges. she kicks back into labor and they sign the darn thing. Well, she was, we have to mention she was originally planning on doing hypno labor, which she asked her mother-in-law about. And her mother-in-law looked at her like she had 20 heads. Like she's going to know. Oh my gosh. My favorite part of this movie is, so they've signed the stuff and she is back in bed and like things are getting real right OBGYN mm-hmm. moves in and she's got these towels and the scrolls are on the bed and she basically looks at the husband and is like can you move these so we don't get afterbirth all over them and he walks off and she lays the towel down and I'm just like ew <laughs> nasty you've been looking for those scrolls the whole time and then you were about to like deliver on top of them um, I saw her afterbirth once and that is something you cannot unsee yeah you There's cannot you can unsee that. <laughs> I wouldn't know. That's oh. The closest I got to it was the afterbirth, and that was enough. Yeah, and then she gave birth to a beautiful three-month-old baby. <laughs> and nice and clean, and, and eyes they were open. It, they presented it to this tiny kingdom food. like Rafiki presents Simba to, on Pride Rock. They just and that was super underwhelming as well. <laughs> it was. Right, yeah. Yeah. What what did they name this baby? Ellery. Ellery after her mom. Yes. Um, I thought that was I sweet. Have to, I do have to say, 
I am offended by the stereotype they've turned her father into or that he has always been. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> Just feels like par for the course to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Just how I th- that's how we think of you people. It's okay. Oh. We, we, we think of you people like Chandler thinks of Tulsa. <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I sexy in Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't one of the restaurants he mentioned Slim Pickens? Yeah. Yes. We now have a Slim Chickens. But that's not from Tulsa. Owasso. No, it's not, but it makes me laugh every time I say it because I think about you. <laughs> anyway. All is good with the world. They have a daughter. Everybody's excited. Progress moves forward in the land of Aldovia. Aldovia? Aldovia. Aldovia. Hey, I got it right. And hopefully there will be no many more of these movies. <laughs> Hopefully this is it. Although I will say I foresee them making a trip to Pangolin. It's not a pangolin. Oh. Pangolin is that cute, precious animal that I love so much. This, this other land was animal. called what? Panglia. I, I think if they do another one of these, I want to um, I want to do a live watch with y'all. Yes. I Guys, think we do that. Why, why, why is this a hypothetical situation? They're going to cross over with the night before Christmas. We know. Then that should be our live. We need to live watch one of these bad boys. Huh, just an interesting little fact for y'all. During the baby shower, when everyone's looking at baby pictures, those are the real baby photos of the cast. Oh, that's They all submitted their own baby photos. Yeah, kind of cute. Interesting. That's cute. Hmm. Now for my least favorite part of the episode. Ellie really wanted, I'm going to, while we're all doing this, because I know everybody's looking at the rankings, they're going to rank. So I'm going to take this into a little breakaway because I've already got mine done. Oh, thank you. Ellie really wants a nightlight. And instead, I have successfully convinced Christine, up to this point at least, that we should just use a Christmas tree. So we have a Christmas tree for a nightlight. Uh, that is the best nightlight. I know, right? Good idea. I like it. Although Christine insists now it's a Valentine's tree. Oh. What arbitrary number am I going to put on this one? I, I have quotes. Oh, really? Aside from I, not today? Aside from not today, wolves. I, he doesn't I actually like, say not today, wolves. Whatever. He just says not today. To after the wolves. He hears the wolves howling. That's right. To the, forcefully to the wolves, let, he tells them not today. I liked always the time. Queen Amber had when she was like, history isn't made by those who follow rules, and there's always time to make history. Which that second is... one was my was the one I was gonna use. Oh well, sorry I took it. But the title of this episode is going to be No One Does nah. Christmas Like the Aldovians. That's also true. I don't know. If, if Emily had her way, we'd have a tree in every room. My whole thing just froze. I had it all picked out. Now it's all stopped freezing. Uh, have y'all seen the new origin story for them? Yeah, I saw the preview before something. 
It looks dumb. Oh, Scooby. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I did. Yeah. All right. So I'm is there a lot? I love Scooby. So this is obvious. This is obviously a Christmas movie. Yes. It's very yep. Christmassy. Very Christmas. It's very atmospheric. The atmosphere is, is. is very Christmassy. Uh, does it have a Linus moment? I don't know. No. I don't think it has a Linus moment. Mm-mm. Nope. No Linus moment. I agree. It's just pure right. atmosphere. 1.75. I give the other ones a five and a three. Three. I think I gave the last one like a three point something, so this one's lower. I am giving it a seven. Dang! I I gave the last one a four point two, a five point two five, and the one before that a four. These just keep getting better and better for me, just because they keep getting more and more ridiculous. So that gives that gives it a three point nine one six, which puts it towards the bottom of our no not even the bottom the midway of our list it's number 50 between the nutcracker and the four realms and edward scissorhands and north pole it beats north pole i'm sorry i just want to point out that anthony rated this almost as high he rated as high as die hard almost as high as night before christmas nightmare before christmas noel love actually the man who invented christmas uh, and he did rank this higher than like Batman Returns, Christmas with the Crane. Batman Returns wasn't a Christmas movie. The Christmas Train. You rank this. You rank this higher than Joyous Noel, for real. <laughs> and I have zero regrets about that. I would watch this any day of the week over that because this was entertaining and fluff. And easy. It was not and funny to mock. Um, not entertaining. I had a lot of fun with this one. That, in, in, ho- fact, Anthony, in fact, I will go so far as to say I will probably watch this on Netflix every year. Unless, unless they make a fourth one that's even more outrageously and egregiously out there that it puts this one to shame. Which I'm counting on. The royal divorce or something like give it to give me something <laughs> at this point i'm invested i'm invested in their in their aldovian huh. lives with their little matchstick kingdom full of about 10 people they govern so but massive amounts of debt massive amounts of what Debt. Debt. Okay. Massive amounts of debt. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, have either of y'all seen Last Christmas yet? Yes. No. Was it good? Gonna, you. Am I going to like it? <laughs> Are you going to like it? Okay. Don't, uh, don't don't use your words. Just just show us with your thumbs so that we know Julia and I. But you're not revealing anything to the listeners. I'm just going to shrug. I don't know. I don't know. I I'll, I don't know if I if I did. So I'll see how I feel after a second watch. There's actually That's coming up soon, isn't it? It is. Actually on our list of coming up movies, there's only one I'm looking forward to talking about out of the next 5. 
I'm kind of depressed about the next few weeks, y'all. Which one's Let It Snow? That's another Netflix one. Oh, it's that Netflix one where all the kids come together in the town and the snow and the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're hitting Netflix pretty hard this next month, huh? Is there a reason for that? Is it Netflix February? Netflix chick? I don't know. So there's no reason why we're doing it. <laughs> Just low hanging fruit. I, I, I just know I'm gonna get just they're newer, so right, they are newer. That's for sure. There is one I am not looking forward to talking about at all because it's massively over freaking rated and deserves to burn. That's Klaus? all I'll say on that one. I loathe that movie. Klaus, I let me tell you something. If I rated that the day after I saw it, I would rate that a one. No joke at all. Um, so I would want to say it's. I like the movie. I don't like it as an origin story, and it's not a Christmas movie. I would agree with those latter two things. I have not so seen it'll be, it. It'll be fun to talk about. I haven't seen any of the movies coming up over the next six weeks. And I, I've never seen movie these. shows, whatever. Maybe I just added a movie to our list. Would you North add? Pole open for Christmas. <laughs> my starring, starring my favorite actress of all time. Wait, does this also star about to be jailed and Becky? I think it does, doesn't it? Does it? Oh, or was she in the first one? She's in one of those. The first one was Tiffany Amber Thiessen. So this well, one is Aunt Becky <laughs> and uh, Dermot Mulroney. Ooh, so at least Dermot Mulroney. Mm, mm-hmm. Excited. I, uh, but you know what I'm excited about? I'm excited to see <laughs> what our listeners thought of a Christmas Prince three, the royal baby. I did you did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you enjoy it because it was so out there? Let us know what you think at, on all of the social medias. You can find us at tisapodcast.com slash Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook group, Reddit. And uh, it'll take you to all of our various communities where you can interact with other listeners and ourselves. Where can they go do, for extra content, Julia? Do it. It's fun. Extra content, if you're looking for more Tis the Podcast that maybe takes a left turn out of Christmas land and goes into other holidays or non-holiday related movies and stuff, you can find our Patreon site at tisthepodcast.com backslash Patreon, and that will take you to the gateway to all of our extra content. Um, This content is open to you with a minimum commitment of a dollar a month, um, and that gets you in the door to see all of the good stuff we have there. We have Halloween stuff there, Thanksgiving stuff there, non-holiday stuff there. Um, We've done some fun things. And sometimes we just throw extended episodes on there as well for things that run and run and run in our regular episode, like the Office extended episodes where we blather on forever about how much we love the Office and all the quotes. So we'll do that from time to time. We do have a commitment inside of our own group to 
add more content to Patreon this year. And we have some really awesome ideas um, that we're going to be acting on. Velocipaster. So, yeah. Like a live watch. Our first live watch is coming up there, which I have a good feeling is going to lead to other live watches. So. Uh, well, what I'd like to do is once we get this live watch down to invite our Patreons to do a live watch with us. Ooh, Ooh. that but sounds I make fun. Sure that we can, I want to make sure that we can work the logistics of the live watch out first. So patrons, be on the lookout for that. This we do love talking with our patrons. Um, and yeah. at the higher levels of donation does open you up to some extra, extra stuff. Um, like hosting hosting an episode with us you pick the movie you come on you host it with us well first of all happy valentine's day hope you all have a romantic evening with your loved one happy galentine's uh, day for those of you that and happy galentine's day um hope you enjoyed this very romantic christmas prince three episode <laughs> for uh, <laughs> for your holiday feels uh, next week, just in time for President's Day, we're doing the two Christmas episodes of HBO's comedy Veep, uh, which is both are from season five, season five, episode seven, Congressional Ball, and season five, episode eight, Camp David. So do you find those on HBO on demand or on your app if you have it? And the week after that, we're journeying back to Netflix for the 2019 original film, the Night with a K Before Christmas, starring Vanessa Hudgens. This is that was her second Christmas movie on Netflix, right? Was it? The Christmas Switch, wasn't that her? Oh, you know what? You're right. I forgot all about that. So what were you saying about time flying by? You know, it really is. We only have seven thousand six hundred and eighty hours until Christmas. That's only 320 days. That's only 45 weeks. We're going to be out of the 300s and the 40s before you know it. Yeah, man. All right. Do your homework. Have a wonderful, wonderful Valentine's, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye, y'all.